to. Welcome to the 21 News Podcast. I'm Madison Tromler, and I'm joined here today with Congressman Mike Kelly. Thanks so much for being with us. Oh, thank you, Madison. Always good to be with you. So, Congressman, let's start off talking about the debt ceiling. You voted against raising the debt ceiling, citing Democrats $1.75 trillion Build Back Better plan as being too expensive. Raising the debt ceiling allows the country not to default on bills already accumulated, both under the current and former administrations. So why wouldn't you vote to avoid default and then vote against the future spending you're concerned about? Well, you talked about spending. There's nobody more irresponsible right now than the U.S. government when it comes to spending. The real debt that the American people look at right now between funded and unfunded liabilities is $130 trillion, not $30 trillion. Nobody who I grew up with would ever look at what we're spending right now and say, this makes sense to me. Let's bankrupt ourselves and then we'll still be able to compete globally. We have been so careless with the way we've spent money that we've put ourselves in a position that it's going to cost more and more every time we spend because the interest rates will go up. So to me, it just didn't make economic sense to do it. If the, if the United States defaults, this could result in delays to payments to military members and Social Security recipients, among others. So, so even if you blame the debt on the Democrats, aren't they caught in the political crossfire? Well, first of all, I'm not blaming it just on the Democrats. I'm blaming it on both parties. Both parties have been irresponsible to the people who have elected them and sent them to Washington, D.C. to represent them. Whether it's state politics or federal politics, something's wrong with the way we think about the future and the way we think about debt. Debt has to be paid back at some point. So when we get to where we are today, there's an old adage out there, you know, it's, it's, you spend a dollar once, make sure you spend it the right way. So when we talk about all of these different things, what I voted against was more of a philosophy or a culture that we slipped into as a country, not spending itself. Well, we can prioritize what we do pay. So I don't want people to misunderstand that. We have money to pay the most important bills the same way every average American does with her, his or her bills. You pay the ones that are come due, the ones that are most important, you prioritize them. We've been so irresponsible in the way we approach debt that to me it's just unimaginable. But when you can print your own money or borrow as much as you want, it makes you reckless. And that's where we are today. Both parties, both parties. I'm not blaming Democrats for all this. I'm blaming both parties for being irresponsible. What do you think can be done to, to deal with? That's a really a good question because you can't fix something with nothing. But the long range uh, answer to that is less like we do in our private lives. When you have a large amount of debt, you have to start bringing it down any way you can, but gradually. You're not going to be able to dive off a cliff and, and fix it. You can't. Take a look at the programs that you have where the money that's being spent is not being spent responsibly. Start to dial some of those back. And again, let's make sure that every single penny that we spend comes out of a hardworking taxpayer's pocket. Let's make sure we're spending it the right way. I don't think that's too much to ask of people. That's what they do in their homes. But where we are today, I want people to think about this because we talk in billions and trillions and nobody seems to be able to get that concept. Here's what's happening in America today. We take in, I'm going to reduce it down to everyday economics. We take in about, we make about $39,000 a year. We're spending $69,000 a year. And we've been doing that year after year after year. Think of yourself at your home, and when you're doing your kitchen table economics, you cannot keep raising your debt, raising your debt, and raising your debt, and think that sometime in the future we'll be able to get this back down to what's normal. Just use everyday logic. This isn't, you don't have to have a degree in math to understand what we're doing. Irresponsibility is irresponsibility, and that's where the country is right now. 
You just announced your re-election campaign. Yeah. This comes at a time when you're facing more than one ethics probe, one for your wife allegedly using non-public information to benefit through a stock purchase and the other involving your alleged misuse of campaign funds on luxury trips. Can you respond to those allegations? No, I can't respond to them because they're all alleged. Um, is there anything else you want to add to that? No, I think that you know, that's, people can accuse you of anything. The business that I'm in, Anybody can libel you. Anybody can say anything they want about you, and you have no recourse. You just have to sit back and answer it. These are mostly campaign efforts to try and get you out of office. I would just ask people, look at the 10 years I've been in office. <laughs> it would be hard to say this is an irresponsible guy or a guy who's using funds the wrong way. It's just not true. But again, anybody can accuse you of anything, and these are all alleged. There are concerns that the partisan fights in this country have crossed into a territory where democracy could be in serious peril, particularly after the events of January 6th. Um, messages seeking to convince voters falsely that the 2020 election wasn't legitimate have led to efforts to change rules at the state level across the country to make it easier to overturn legitimate election results. Do you regret any of your rhetoric and are you at all concerned that, has, that it has helped long-term damage to the country for short-term political gain? Well, first of all, I don't think anything I said created any long-term damage to the country. The election last year, most Americans look at it, quite a few Americans look at it, so the confidence, the trust, and the faith that the people have to have in our system has been greatly damaged. That's not something Mike Kelly brought about. That's something that actually happened in real, in real time in our, in our nation. The questions that were asked are questions that needed to be answered. The fact that they were never answered added to people's then say, people saying, so it is fixed, it just doesn't make sense. All I ask people to do is follow the Constitution. Follow the Constitution and any efforts that I brought up in the last election are all due to an people walking away from our Constitution and just doing things that they wanted to do without following the constitutional process. That's wrong and that's what destroys people's faith and confidence and trust. President Biden plans to address the nation Tuesday night to discuss new steps to combat the worsening COVID crisis. What would you like to hear him say? I don't know what he's going to say. I really don't know. And I think uh, maybe we're expecting too much of him to say. I mean, what is he going to say? We've done mostly everything we thought we could do what the science leads us to do. I had COVID-19. Uh, I had antibodies and I was donating them to a plasma that would, would build a therapeutic. One of the things that I'm really concerned with we keep talking about vaccines. In some cases, people have had many shots and still getting this new variant, right? But we don't talk about the therapeutic. So the vaccine's one thing. The therapeutic is once you come down with COVID or, or Delta or, or this new Omicron, what is it that you do take then to get you through that period? I hear no conversation about that. That's what I was donating my plasma for. And I can't get an answer to where is where are we going on that? So I think if we can look at where is the therapeutic answer to this and where are we going? Listen, I think people should go to their doctor, get their doctor's opinion and think what's best for me, what's best for the people around me and make a decision based on what you think. Please don't follow politics, follow policy. Do you think that he should talk more about getting the vaccine out and getting more people vaccinated? You know, I'm not sure because people are polarized right now. So the more he says, some people say, well, that's the right thing to say. And then there's other people who say, I just wish he wouldn't talk about it anymore because he's made so many statements before and they haven't been fulfilled. I think when you're in politics, you're really in a balancing act all, the whole time. You say something hoping that it's going to end up the, the way you said it. Oftentimes it doesn't. And that, that ruins your credibility. 
So you'd like him to talk about how to kind of handle yourself after you've have had COVID, kind of what, you know, medicines or uh, how to kind of get better after that? I, I, I think, listen, most parents raising children, they talk to their, their children based on what's in the best interest of their children. I'm not saying the president has to talk to the country like there is children. But I think too often he follows a political strain as opposed to just talking about the policy and what we see happening in the future. I think people pretty much know what to do. When politics enters into it, it twists and turns and becomes something different than actually that people need to hear. I'm tired of hearing about the politics of everything. I like people to talk about really solid, sound policy and then let people make up their mind that that's the path that I should follow. And finally, Congressman, with Senator Manchin saying he won't support the Build Back Better plan as it's written, it's likely the plan will need to be scrapped and rewritten next year. You were a no vote when it passed the House. What changes would need to be made in order for you to support some version of this bill? It's all spending. It's all spending. Listen, this was sold as something that was going to be about $1.7 trillion. Turns out it's almost going to be $5 trillion. A little bit of honesty would go a long way. Most people can face any adversity as long as they know there's a path forward that ends successfully. Not telling people the full truth at the time you make that statement is a huge mistake because that destroys any future relationship you're going to have with the American people. Don't lie to them. Tell them the truth. If you need to spend more money, tell them what you need to spend, keeping in mind that every single penny we spend comes out of the pocket of some hard-working American taxpayer. Just tell the truth. It's not that hard, and I don't know why we can't look at these programs and say, you know what, this is going to be a lot more than you think it's going to be, but in the long run, here's why we think we have to do it. Not explaining, not explaining what your policy is, not explaining what the process is, and then having it go upside down on you is what destroys people's confidence. The one thing you can never regain is once you lose somebody's, some people's faith and trust, you're going to lose their backing. And I think the American people deserve the truth. We can handle it. We can handle it. America's always faced the toughest times together. Just be honest about it, tell it straight out, and then let's look at what we can do to actually get things fixed. Congressman, anything else you want to add? No, other than Merry Christmas to everybody. This is still the greatest time of the year. You know, we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, and I think it's time to step back, forget about the policies, and start thinking about the people, and understand that there's no other place on the face of this, per uh, of this planet that people would rather be than America. We build walls to keep people out, not to keep people in. It's always been America. We're the last place in the world where people can actually live free and, and actually have a great life. So I would just wish everybody a very Merry Christmas and the best of everything in the new year. But uh, it's, it's going to be, there'll be some challenges along the way, but we can get through it. All right, Congressman, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Madison. All right, guys, stay right there.